Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. What a privilege it is to be with you today. We've been talking about staying calm in adverse circumstances. How do I continue to stay calm when all the voices are coming at me, when all the accusations are coming at me, when the devil is continuously beating me? As you know, the devil is a false accuser, so he's continuously accusing you because he can't do anything to you except accuse you. That's why the Bible says the seat of Satan is the mind of a man or the soul of a man. The soul and the spirit is two totally different things. Your spirit, you possess a soul which is made up of your mind, your will, and emotions, and you live in a body. So if you understand that you're a spirit, he comes against your soul. He comes bombarding your will and your intellect. He comes bombarding your mind. He comes bombarding the things that, that you want. That's why the Bible says in Romans 12 and 2, Be ye not conformed to this world. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So the word, to trust the word in a situation is to stay calm. Calm and sober means to rest and know that whatever's going on around you, whatever you're feeling in your body, whatever you're thinking in your mind, whatever you're feeling in your mind, and what the enemy is accusing you of, you got to realize who you are because you don't answer. If you don't know who you are, the enemy will come all the time telling who you're not. He always wants you to think you're a sinner. He always wants you to think you're lost. He don't never wants you to know your identity. Remember when Jesus came out of being tempted? He said, this is my beloved son and whom I'm well pleased with. If you notice when the enemy come at him, he said, if you be the son of God, he didn't say if you was the beloved son of God. He said, if you be the son of God, then turn this, this stone into bread. What he wanted to do is he wanted to false identify him. See, uh, we got to understand we, we're in an identity crisis. And the thing the enemy wants to do is is he's coming at people with mistaken identity. He wants you to speak negativity. He wants you to not know who you are in Christ. You know, the Bible says in Revelations 12 and 10, And then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who accuses them before God day and night has been cast down. You remember in John 6, 70 and 71, Jesus answered them, Did I not choose you, the twelve, and one of you is a devil? He spoke to Judas, the son of Simon, for it was he who would betray him, being one of the twelve. Now I want you to see what it says in 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 3. This know also, that in the last days the period's time shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, trust breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those who are good. So we see that in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, it says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Now we know he's not a roaring lion, but he's walking around like a roaring lion. And when I thought of that, I, I went back to Proverbs 19 and 10. The king's wrath is like the roaring of a lion, but his favor is like the dew on the grass. You know, the enemy wants to to sound like the king's wrath. So he falsely accuses you. He wants you to think that the king is mad at you. What is the king's wrath? According to Proverbs 16 and 14, as messengers of death is the king's wrath, but a wise man will please it. 
the king's wrath is the messenger of death. See, that's what he's continuously trying to do to the body of Christ. That's why 2 Corinthians 3 and 7 says, But if the ministry of death written and engraved on stones was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not look steadfastly at the face of Moses because of the glory of his countenance, which glory was passing away. Now 16.15 says, In the light of the king's face is life, and his favor is like the cloud of a latter rain. So we see here, that in the light of the king's face. So the enemy wants to be a roar like a roaring lion because he wants to sound like the king's wrath. He wants, he wants you to sound like he's loud because he wants you to think that God's mad at you. And most people don't know the difference. They think that God really is mad at them. But in the light of the king's face is life and his favor is like a cloud of latter rain. So in the light of the king's face if you notice, the enemy just sounds off and accuses over and over and over. The Holy Spirit does not accuse. The Holy Spirit just convicts and tells you how righteous you are after you get born again. Now, the Holy Spirit convicts for us to get born again. But once we get born again, the Holy Spirit never tells you how bad you are again. That's the enemy. You've got to learn the voice. I hear people say, well, the Holy Spirit wore me out last night. That's impossible because the Holy Spirit is walking in love. He's walking in compassion. He's a comforter. He didn't come to destroy you. He come to encourage you and to tell you how righteous you are. That's the beauty of grace.